This is the Art of Darkness podcast with Kevin Kautzman and Brad Kelly. We're a couple of very online writers interested in the dark side of what drives creative people to create against all odds. This show is about art and the people who make it, what it costs them, and what it takes to bring something unique and impactful into the world. Each episode, we excavate the life and work of an artist you might think you know. Don't worry, they're all safely dead. On every episode, we try and find out just what the hell was wrong with them and how they worked through their darkness to create something that lives on after them and continues to move culture. Find us online at artofdarkpod.com and on Twitter at artofdarkpod. Okay, and welcome back to Art of Darkness, artofdarkpod.com, patreon.com slash artofdarkpod. Uh, we are doing a very special dark room episode today. Uh, for those who have been following along, we a little while back, we had our great friend Michael Backinson on to talk about the legendary Chelsea Hotel or Hotel Chelsea. I don't know that we ever settled on what to call it. Um, we're gonna, we are going to settle that today. <laughs> okay, good. We're going to get the answer to that today. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. No, is that? Oh, <laughs> no, perhaps. Well, I have to remain an, an enigma. Um, yeah. And, and to, to follow up on this, we've, we've brought back Michael. I'm always glad to see him and have him on. And, and Michael, could you, maybe you could introduce who, who we've got with us today to help us talk about the uh, Hotel Chelsea. Well, this is Gerald DeCock, um, who is my hair cutter and has worked on my wife's hair for many, many years. And I've visited, I don't know now, for like 10 or 12, maybe even 14 years. I've been up to his um, studio yeah. in the Chelsea Hotel, which is extraordinary, unique, beautiful. You guys are seeing it in the background right now. But um, yeah, he's a long-term resident. So I thought, heck, you know, you, you guys yeah. should meet him. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is this is this is going to be great. So, um, I I almost don't even know where to start, Gerald. Maybe you could just kind of tell us what is your, you know, when did you come to the Chelsea Hotel? And uh, I moved in. Like you. I moved into the hotel in 1994, like um, October 1st, 1994. I was living in the West Village for just like a year before that, and before that, I was in Paris for two years in France. Oh, wow. And um, my friend, when I moved to Paris, my friend uh, had moved into here, into the hotel on the 10th floor. And uh, I came to visit from Paris and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. And we, she's a photographer that I worked with. And, uh, you know, I would go back and forth between Paris and here. And I, I said I could be any of the apartments on the roof because she was on the roof as well open up let me know and like after about a year she did and uh and then i i came here cool cool so you say you're on the roof so is that well the apartments bigger up there there yeah yeah yeah. i live in one of the penthouses but oh, okay. no there's not not that they're necessarily bigger but it's just i think originally what the the penthouses were where they were like um artists like lived on the top and then they had like a room below Okay. I think that originally that's what was going on, but uh, the penthouse, there's six of them um, on the 10th floor, but sadly with all this, uh, you know, renovation and new owners and all that, I lost my roof access. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Is that, that going to be permanent? Are they, gonna ta- are they taking that from oh, permanent? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's uh. permanent. <laughs> 
it's totally permanent. They're to uh, say they claim they're opening a spa up there. I don't know. I, I, I'm. It's probably going to be a club. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so you'll get the, you'll get the, you'll get all the noise and traffic, but none of the uh, benefits of just. Uh, well, there, I'm just so. like you know that could very well happen, but you know I try not to think about it. I try to be you know glass half full kind of guy. Sure, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, and I imagine with the changes there and stuff, you got to roll with the punches a little bit. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, it's been like a tumultuous, like, even be, it was like over a decade that it's been under construction. And it got sold in 2011, but then it was sold twice more after that. These guys have had it for about maybe close to five years. And they're slowly starting to open it. The seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth floors have just opened. They opened the El Quijote restaurant, which they uh, didn't really change it. It's just smaller, but they didn't change it at all. It looks exactly the same, which is is very nice. Very nice. That's cool. I mean, I haven't been to it yet, but I've seen it. Now, is that under new management? Because my understanding was that there was one family that had managed that place for over 100 years or something like that. Oh, no. No, the the situation with the managers before, it's always before this whole thing happened. These people that bought it now are hoteliers. You know, they own the Greenwich, the Marlton, the Jane, the Maritime, you know, all these Mm. fancy, like the Bowery. The, these people, it's own, you know, hotels. So they, they're in their, it's their wheelhouse, you know, before it was like, so before it got sold, it was three families, but right. the one family, the Bard family were the managers here. Like Stanley Bard was the manager and his son was like the assistant manager. And they were the ones that like, but they, they were one, one of the three owners, you know, Mm-hmm. And something, you know, something happened and eventually the other two owners um, got rid of Stanley doing management, but he's still one of the owners, you know. So that it, it's like they were so pissed off at Stanley, you know, saying, you know, he was like, you know, keeping money from them. You do photo shoots and pocket the money. Some yeah. of the apartments aren't registered. He would keep, you know, I don't know if this uh. is true, but this is my you know, take <laughs> on it. And um, so they they got so pissed off that they decided, fuck it, we're just going to sell. Oh, we're going to sell, you know, <laughs> we're going to sell it. So, so that's what happened. That's what happened. I love some uh, New York City, Manhattan real estate drama. It's yeah. very interesting. Uh, the El Coyote, what kind of cuisine is that? It's uh, Spanish. It's Spanish. Oh, of course. Well, naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like top, yeah. tapas and stuff. It's like, yeah, the, it's the Don Quixote. You know, it has windmill right, yeah. wallpaper. That's and, really yeah. cool. <laughs> it's all about I, I am going there the next time I am in the city without, without question. I had thought that the restaurant had been under uh, one family's management for an awful long time, but maybe they're no longer there. No, uh, the guy no. who had, the guy, his name is Manny, the guy who had the restaurant, he had like something like a 40 year lease. And when all this change started to happen, um, you know, he really resisted like selling the lease over to whoever owned the building at the time. But then with this last change, he just sold it. Cause like, you know, he's really old and if I was in his place, I would do it. So he sold. That's the retirement plan, right? Is 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I think he's like 90 years old or something. Right. So, um, so, yeah, so he sold. I mean, he had like a really, really long lease. You know, it wasn't going to end anytime soon. So. so with these changes that are happening, I mean, there's, uh, you know, in us talking about the, that place, it's so many, so many artists have passed through there and so many kind of interesting people have been either live there or visitors and so many interesting events. Do you feel like the legacy of that place kind of is able to persist with these changes um, in ownership? Well, to be honest with you, like for the 10 years that was under construction and it was just the residents. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be a hundred percent honest with you, I don't really vibe with a lot of the residents here. And most mm-hmm. of the people have been here a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited that the hotel is actually opening because I remember I loved meeting new people all the time. I mean, it was great, you know, and now that is starting to happen. My hallway is very, very clean now because they are cleaning it all day. Nice. Um, you know, it's just like, it feels, it feels less like, you know, you're floating, you know, it feels more stable. Okay. So I'm like, you know, I mean, I, I trust that these guys, so far they haven't, you know, messed up their gentrification. They kept it pretty true to, you know, what the building was originally as much as they could. I mean, right. two, two and three other owners came in and raped it first. So yeah. that's what yeah. they had to deal with. But, um, yeah, so I, you know, it's not that I'm in love with the owners or whatever. I'm, I'm right. sure they would love to see me go. They would like my apartment, but um, I think that <laughs> yeah, they did you, a really good job. If you left, the price would go way up for whoever came next, I imagine. Yeah, well, the, the building is stabilized, so. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and how do you feel about the neighborhood as well? How has that changed since the... I guess well, I mean that. Oh, well, the neighborhood's changed like so much. Like ever mm-hmm. since the High Line went in, became oh, right. more touristy. I mean, I've lived. I lived in other places in Chelsea before. I mean, Chelsea, yeah, is not the same. But I, I always laugh when people go like, "Oh, in the '80s, it was so dangerous." And I'm like, "Why?" Because there were like Latin people living. You know, <laughs> right. it was like yeah. not dangerous at all. I didn't think. It's cold. I lived here. I moved here in 1984, and I always kind of lived oh, in Chelsea. 84. Okay. Yeah. Well, I moved to New York in '84. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where Where from? Did you say? Uh, I'm from Denver, Colorado. Oh, you're from Denver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. How uh, may I ask? How, how old were you when you moved out? Not, and if you don't want to date yourself, when you I moved say. to when I, I moved, I was like 25 years old when I moved oh. um, to New York. Oh, that was Fun. exciting. Yeah. 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 Did yeah. you? come out cold turkey or did you kind of test the waters first i had a job already as an assistant Ah. and uh yeah so i did i didn't i knew that i wanted to move so i wouldn't say cold turkey i you know i just um you know i i had a job so when i came so yeah you know i wasn't had you never visited prior oh yeah i had visited like a few times like maybe three or four times and you know, that's the reason why I wanted to move here. Sure. Yeah, I, I was very attracted. Yeah. I was very attracted to the diversity of the city. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just like, you know, and it still is. You know, so, yeah, especially back then, Denver was pretty white bread. I mean, it's like all places. It's, it's oh yeah, diversifying a little bit now. But yeah. 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 
So who are some, uh, who are some, when you first got there, were there some notable residents that you can remember that were living um, there? God, let me think. I mean, like, the person, the guy, uh, it's the, this story I've told a million times, but Anthony Kiedis was in my apartment for two months. He was renting it as a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And when I had went and signed a lease, the, the manager had not told him. And when I went to move in, he was still here. And he was really pissed because he didn't tell him that, you know, somebody rented, the, rented it out, signed a lease. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, I never met him. Uh, okay. I saw him from afar. And um, well, that was pretty know. early Red Hot Chili Peppers days too. Then, really, I mean, yeah, ninety four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. were they were young kids too. Yeah, yeah, young junkie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, let's see who. Well, Suzanne Barsh still lives here. You know who that is. Um, uh, the painter Philip Tapp lives here. Okay. Um, Let's see who else. Like, I, I, you know, I was here when Ethan Hawke lived here for a while. Okay, okay. Um, uh, he, he had an office here, and then he ended up, he, and he did a movie here, and okay. my apartment was used in it as well. And um, he, I was going to say, I feel when like he, I, 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 I recognize your apartment from this movie. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, my apartment was like Uma Thurman's apartment. Cool. Chris um, Christopherson shot a scene in there too, and yeah, cool. And Vincent D'Onofrio, yeah. And then when after we he has done the movie, he moved in to the seventh floor. Lived here for a few years. Um, Abel Ferrara lived here for a little while. Um, Unfortunately, uh, (laughs) fucking crazy. Um, (laughs) Who else? I don't know. I, I I don't know. You know, there's a lot of people like. When I moved in here, it wasn't, you know, there wasn't like a lot of notable people. Yeah. At all. Like sort of the the heyday for the sort of, I I think in our previous episode, we were talking about sort of the Patti Smith days. um, Yeah. That seems to be like. Yeah, it was was after the Patti Smith days. Although Patti Smith moved back in here for like a year or so in the early 90s before I moved here. And when I would come to visit my friend, I saw her like a few times, but I don't know her. I've never yeah, met her. Yeah. Um, Didi Ramon lived here for a while. Who oh. was very nice. Um, yeah, that guy, let's see, the guy Hal Wilner that did the music for Saturday Night Live, he lived here for a while. Huh. Um, yeah, I mean, if you just say someone, because I can't really pull it yeah. up in my head right now. Right, but right. it was a lot of you know. I guess if you knew the art world, there were still some like artists here, like my friend Joe Ando, who's a pretty well-known artist. Uh, he lived here in many, many different apartments. Yeah, a lot of people like move in here and then they move apartments. You know, like they, okay. But that you know, it doesn't like if you want to be a resident now. I'm sure it's going to be like astronomical if, that, if that's even an option. The, and uh, uh, I the moved in. Hotel moved rooms in are here. pricey. Yeah. Well, yeah, right now they're getting a hard hat rate because of the construction, um, which is like half. It's like 300 bucks or whatever. Um, I haven't really seen them. I stayed. I recently had some work done in my bathroom because there was a 
pipe leaking and they gave me like a hotel the hotel room below me I, I wasn't really that impressed with it to be honest with you I really don't like hotels <laughs> it's bizarre <laughs> that I live in one right because <laughs> it's fair. just like so many different people's energies and stuff I've never I've stayed in like really fancy hotels all over the world and like I just don't like hotels yeah it's yeah that's just, that's that's yeah. fair I think I, there's yeah. always like it's funny if they're dirty, yeah. they're, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's uncomfortable, but then when they're clean, it's almost like, this doesn't even feel like a place I can get comfortable. There's like no, it's never quite right. I'm, I'm and it's you. like, and you can't open the window. Yeah. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So What's interesting. Got, I mean, did you ever read the, the book inside the dream palace? Cause I would suggest yeah. That you do that because it's like a hundred years of what went on here. And you mentioned Harry Smith. He's in it quite a bit. Yeah. And um, it's like, it's interesting that all the worlds like collide, like art and fashion and science and, you know, literary world and, you know, actors and, you know, all these worlds collide with like the residents that used to live here. And that was always like really interesting, like that all these different types of people were attracted to here. When you said is the uh, the building have a soul? Absolutely, 100%. The building is a being, you know? And that's what happened with these horrible people that like would try to buy, like especially the first people by the hotel, there were so many problems with them, you know? aside from the neglect for years of, you know, mm-hmm. maintenance and stuff, but the building was not happy and they were running into problems daily, daily, you it's know, a mismatch like, of vibes, huh? It's like, yeah, and yeah. it was just really resisting the change, you know, and it wasn't, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it was more of a rape, you know, it wasn't really gentle. Cause like the first people wanted to design the first people that bought it, like after, you know, the, the three families were out, they wanted to design it to be like a huge harassment. So they started doing construction on every single floor, like all at once. And like hmm. everybody getting eviction notices every day. And it didn't uh. work, you know, nobody got evicted. It just didn't work, you know, and they were just like really, really designing their construction to harass every single tenant in here. And wow, not that, that is, many people. That is evil. Evil. Yeah. It's, yeah, they were really evil. They were terrible. So um, they, but they, you know, they like, uh, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't work, you know, and they had it for like two years and then they sold it. Wow. What do you and think then the that, intention those was? people had it for like two years and these people have had it like a while. Well, so the, they the, did that. Was that just an attempt to like capitalize on the investment? Just like make as much money as quick as possible? These or? people didn't even really, I, you know, I don't even think they even read a fucking book about the Chelsea Hotel. I, they don't even know what they, they don't even know what they bought. You know, it's like, right. it's this greedy real estate guy who's a slumlord. Right. He, does, he does have some commercial things and he's super rich, but he also has like, you know, building uh, you know rental buildings not right. good ones all over and he had a reputation you know but it's like it didn't it didn't last but i don't know i don't know if he lost money or what but right that was pretty that was pretty dark because that was right off the bat and it was really um very very evil 
Mm. I feel like these situations too are never wholly about the money. There's something about taking a space that has a soul and a character and abusing the 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 place and and there's something evil about it there's no other word for what it is yeah stripping yeah stripping a place and there's just something and i want to get too too grandiose here but there is something about america where we just we you know they they uh, tore down the the old penn station what were they thinking it it just happens across the country it's very bizarre if there's a buck kind of I kind of think it's about money, though. Yeah. I do, because, well, yeah, because, like, why I think it's about money, like, especially with, the, with with these people, it did, you know? I mean, maybe not the public places like you're talking about, but this was about money, because yeah. they didn't even, you know, they wanted to open a Holiday Inn. I mean, really, they were <laughs> clueless. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, yeah, did these guys ever, you know, just sit back and listen to a record, you know? I know. Sometimes, right? Like, what is <laughs> the deal exactly? No, like, everybody's exactly. got to make a living, and I just get sit, it. You know, sit but, back and smoke this. Come yeah, on. Just hold on yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Gerald, how do you uh, describe yourself uh, in terms of your, your profession? What do you, you're a, you're a stylist or you do, uh, yeah. Yeah, I used to work for years. I worked um, in, in, in the fashion industry on photo shoots, doing hair. I did that for like 30 years. That's one of the reasons why I moved wow. to New York. I just, I wanted to get into doing like magazine work and, you know, commercial work, um, you know, with photographers. And uh, I, after the pandemic, I quit doing that. And I, I just, I, I have clients that um, I cut hair. I mean, to me, it's not even like work. So that's how I make my living. And then I do, you know, I get a bear, a project every now and then, you know, that's like lucrative. That's interesting that I collaborate with maybe somebody else. Like, so that's kind of right now I'm kind of like, I don't want to say in limbo, but I'm just like taking my clients and doing art projects here and there. Um, I've created like, you know, I've, I've, I've done a, I've done a lot of diverse, you know, avenues of creativity, um, not necessarily for commerce, but <laughs> to mm-hmm. feed my soul, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I consider myself uh, an artist, you know, I consider myself an artist. I consider, I don't, I've done like photo projects. I've done film. I've done a lot of stuff, but I just consider myself an artist. I would never say like, Oh, I'm a photographer. Or, oh, mm-hmm. I'm an actor. Or, or, you know what I mean? I am a hairdresser. Yeah. I, I have done that since I was 16 years old. So, yeah. No, all I those definitely. all those categories can be limiting anyway. I have to imagine that the well, bigger, yeah. yeah, and nowadays everybody's like everybody's a photographer, you know, right? And everybody's right. a dancer, and everybody's an actor, you know. It's like <laughs> right, it's it's so annoying. Yeah, it's really nice that we got into a field like podcasting where there aren't too many, right? Right. There's, <laughs> there's a billion of no, us. Man. Like, oh man. Yeah. Well, that's a little different. I don't know. For some reason, that that rings different to me, but um. Yeah, I just like I just think it's disrespectful for people who work their whole life mm-hmm. at a profession, and then for somebody to come along and just say like, "Oh, I'm not," you know, or yeah, like, really "I'm an influencer," you know. Right. It's like, I'm an yeah. art director and a creative director. And, right. Yeah, you know, putting these words in your bio. Yeah, putting these yeah. words in your profile on on social media is kind of cheap, right? I mean, it's real oh, easy. Totally. You can say you're anything, and it doesn't really matter what you've done. Yeah. Or what, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I have to imagine the hairdressing thing. Like, I, I, as you can see, I don't. It's not a, a, a 
enterprise I know much about, but I have to imagine <laughs> that this is a really cool way. I mean, you're bringing these people in, you say it doesn't even feel like work, right? You've been doing it forever. Well, so there's nothing, but you get to talk to people, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about communication, yeah. it's socializing and, uh, and also, you know, being creative and, you right. know, I mean, I've, I've never, be, you know, I never feel like I know everything, you know, I'm always learning, but, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what's next, you know? I mean, I, a goal of mine, which I haven't really done anything about it, is to create like a retrospective of all the artwork that I've done and other people have done. Because I used to rent my place out for shoots. That's a whole other story with the old owners. And um, so a lot of famous people have shot in my apartment. I've done a lot of different projects in my apartment, like photo projects. And I did a photo project with my neighbor for a while and all like connected to Chelsea Hotel 1014. Um, so I'd like to eventually do like a retrospective of, you know, it's of all the stuff like film and photos and, you know, some of my paintings and collages, you know, every, yeah. I mean, like I created, you know, kind of like an installation to live in. And um, I never get tired awesome. of it, so it's that's fine. Awesome. So how did yeah. like how did that come to be? So you say you've got bringing, excuse me, you're bringing artists in to do shoots and things. Is that something like you were putting together based on? You well, know, it just you knew, it just or? happened. Well, they they do shoots in the hotel like all the right. time. Yeah, and uh, they used to. I mean, that's how they made like a lot of money. Yeah, and. Um, and it, I just being in the fashion world, I just knew people and they would ask me, you know, yeah. and it, it, it was a little, it was very stressful in the beginning because like the owner was like, you taking business away from me. And I'm like, have you seen my apartment? Do you have another one like this? You know? Right. <laughs> and, um, it right. just like, he, you know, he was just greedy and, and, uh, but then I agreed a couple times to like split it 50 50 with him to oh, calm no. him down. Because yeah. one time I was doing a photo shoot and he was like banging on my door, like in the middle of the photo shoot and yelling and screaming. And I was like, well, this is not worth it, you know? Yeah. And also, I've just done, you know, for no money and I've just done my own projects here. And, but like, you know, I would be here and see a photographer I know and uh, they'd ask to see my place and, you know, and I, I rented it out for, you know, I mean, sometimes I made really good money with it, but it's not, you know, it's not, it's an effort, you know? Yeah. I know what it's like. I work on location, you know, I know right. what people do to locations. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So anyway, but like, yeah, so that's a, a goal of mine. Um, to maybe create some kind of retrospective because I've been here, you know, 28 years now. That's a long time. And um, yeah, but it's not, but there's a lot of other people that live here still that have been here a lot longer. There's a guy on the ninth floor. He's like 92. I think he's been here the longest of anyone. Wow. And he's really, he's pretty together, man. He's yeah. pretty together. And uh, it's so funny because like whenever I, I, he always has amazing stories because I, he told me when he was a kid, he lived at the Dakota. And wow. I was like, uh -huh. oh, oh, you lived at the Dakota? He's like, when was that? And he's like, in the 40s. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm like, oh my God. I mean, obviously, I think he's like, 
from money or something. You know, it sounds like he had a pretty decadent childhood. I, I don't think he has money now, but it's yeah. like, <laughs> but he was lived yeah. here for a really long time, really yeah. long time. Yeah. Well, he's going for uh, Alpheus Philemon Cole's yeah. record. Uh, yeah, that's the <laughs> fellow, right? Yeah. He Maybe I hope that beautiful beard that that guy had. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't get beard envy very often. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Very uh, Hemingway beard situation here with our, our new friend, uh, Gerald. And, and oh, Gerald, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, um, I think. Uh, People certainly, if they want to see, because this is a, an audio podcast, if you want to see the apartment in question, watch, uh, and what is the name of that Ethan Hawke film? Chelsea Walls. Chelsea yeah. Walls. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. you could, I mean, if you just, ooh, I mean, it's a lot about my apartment, but yeah, the Chelsea <laughs> Walls thing was really weird because it didn't really look like my apartment because they kept all the shutters. They kept it very dark. My apartment's mm-hmm. very sunny. And, um, you know, and they, they didn't change it too much in the styling of it, but they're like, I have that, you know, Michael, the huge collage I have when you come mm-hmm. in on the stairs. I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask different. you about that because, uh, I, we've never talked about that, but you have all of this stuff. Is that, I'm assuming that's from fashion shoots and mm-hmm. stuff that you collaborated on. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly extraordinary. I mean, it's shoots. like. Yeah, there's yeah, most, with some incredible models and artists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly fashion shoots and just, you know, things that inspire me, but it's mostly like work that I've done. Yeah. Whether it be like, you know, from a magazine or a test shoot or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'd love, I always, I loved doing the shoots. I didn't love the world, but I like collaborating because like that's something that you don't do, you know. I, that's something that you don't do. Like you're cutting hair, maybe you're collaborating with whoever you're cutting hair. But I liked working like in a in a group and you know bouncing ideas off each other and just like coming up with something special. So I love the idea of collaborating. I just the the world changed, you know, because of technology and everything, mm-hmm. and I just didn't like it anymore. But part of the reason too is like I you know I'd be doing the model's hair and they'd be have their head in their phone and it's impossible to work that way so so then you tell them not to look at their phone and then they do it like three seconds later so i was like i'm i'm gonna i have to quit doing this because i'm gonna (laughs) end up being very angry all the Mm -hmm. time and i wasn't making that much money from it i was it wasn't really it got to the point where it wasn't that lucrative and i was like why am i doing this you know and then when i would do things like like to make a lot of money it would just be so ridiculous i was embarrassed to be a part of my the olive garden commercial you know yeah so hey. i it, i just had to quit good you know? breadsticks <laughs> i've never been to an olive garden no? before, oh congratulations but i will tell you that they have and they have a spittoon on the shoot okay so right oh <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that that it's went disgusting. It's disgusting. That took a turn. What on earth? I that that is like the last is, thing I expected. That that's so, true of any of any uh, food commercial. A they little will, sec- that. Yeah, but I made like tons of money doing it. It's nice. just like selling you, your soul. Oh, yeah, but goodness. it's like yeah. But anyway, that's a segue. We got off the Chelsea attack. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> well, no. can I no. ask? Uh, go ahead. No, that's all right. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to ask because the the apartment itself is clearly such a, a feature and um, a point of pride. When What was it like when you arrived and how have you transformed it? Oh, it was all white walls. Wow. It was all white walls. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was like, 
yeah, it was like all white walls. I mean, it was very cool because you know it has the original shutters and and you know and the outdoors was great. But like, yeah, it was all white walls. But it's a very it was very old. I mean, it's always been very old. And um, yeah, I it was you know I when I first saw the apartment, I it was much smaller than I thought it would be. But um, hmm. I don't know. I just I, and I don't even know why. I mean, this is kind of like the first apartment that I really put my stamp on. The one I was living with in the West Village before I did it, I started a little bit. Like I had a fireplace that didn't work and I gilded it. I learned how to gild, you know, with gold leaf. Wow. And that's, that's kind of how it started. And sometimes people ask me like, oh, like, what was your inspiration? I was like, you know, did you ever see close encounters of the third kind when the guy's making the mountain out of the mashed potatoes. It's kind of like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's kind of happening. Yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. kind of happened. And, <laughs> and, um, you know, ever evolving. And during the pandemic, I redid my floors and my walls and, you know, cause I was like losing my mind like everybody was. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. But I mean, if you want to, I mean, I've, my apartment's been published in like British Shell Day 4, New York Times a couple times. Like it's been published like a lot. It was in the New York Magazine like a couple of years ago. It's been in books, you know. Cool. I was on, you know, TV documentaries. It's very well covered, you know. People yeah. know of it. That's really cool. Sure. That's really cool to sort of live inside a, you know, live inside a work of art, man. That's, uh, yeah. I'm a little envious of that. That's, That's awesome. my choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love well, it. Well, people ask me if I get sick of it. I'm like, no, man. When I wake up in the morning, I open my eyes. This is what I see, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't like a cave. Like, I always, you know, I always have my windows open. And, and yeah, I, I, I don't like a cave. Like, that's why... I, in the Ethan movie, I was like, wow, it looks so dark. And yeah. They put this like shag rug on the floor. It's like <laughs> very weird. Yeah. But, um, maybe, uh, maybe look for the article. So. Well, yeah. it was a dark movie. So that's, mm. it made sense. That's appropriate. You know, yeah. It, yeah. it made it, it made her, her seem like she was really lonely, you know, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody was lonely in that movie. <laughs> Michael, what's the what's the vibe for you when you uh, when you visit? Do you feel like your energy? Well, yeah, let me. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'll take yeah. you through it. So you you take the elevator up, which takes forever, and then you get to the tenth floor, and and you walk past this staircase. It's this this incredible staircase. You can see all the way down to the first floor, at least when they didn't have the nets up for construction. Yeah, um, the, the, you can. Yeah, yeah. But um, so there's the kind of this grand staircase that should feature in any movie about <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very um, it's a, it's in the it's professional it's in the oh is that in the professional oh mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah um, and then you get yeah. to his apartment and he's kind of decorated uh the door you open up the door to his place and there are stair a stairway that goes up from like a little private stairway that goes up from the 10th floor uh, landing up into his place and as you come in yeah there's this collage along the wall with like fashion models and stills from shoots and stuff. And then it opens up and it's so bright because he's got a bank of windows looking with full Southern exposure, you know, a good hundred and something feet above, above 22nd street. Cause he's facing 22nd. And then there's just the New York skyline out there. And the entire apartment is, you can see just a, a portion of it here, but he's cross hatched everything with, yeah, with, with gilded, 
different colors of, of I guess, foil? Is it you know gold foil or I don't it's know? It's like a combination. The way it's gold, gold and silver and copper leaf are the walls and the wow. floors are like foil, and like polyurethane. Yeah. Yeah. So it's wow. like it's like stepping into a, I think of a, kind of like Gustav Klimt or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but a little bit more colorful. Yeah. There's a little bit more teal and um, whatnot in there. And that's throughout. So the whole thing has this kind of. It's like being inside of. What can you say? Some kind of magic. Um, Some people say kaleidoscope. Yeah, yeah kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscopic. Yeah. And there's well, beads love, and there's I, fabrics and there's like a hand chair that you can. See, although that one's broken now. Um, yeah. And then there's you know where he cuts hair, which is just right in the right near the windows there. So it's and you just can stare out at like the cityscape. It's it's there's no tall there's no tall buildings like blocking my view. Yeah, that's cool. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. That's harder and harder to come by in the city. I, I know. Yeah. I, I can't even believe that it's true. And you yeah. know what building I love seeing? That you know the Verizon building. What's it called? The it looks like really Batmany. It's got the that oh. they built on top <laughs> of it. It's on 18th Street. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. was the old that I forget. It has a name, but I love that building at night because it just looks so Gotham City. You know, and I, I know didn't exactly always. What you're talking it was about. it wasn't always there. You know, it, yeah. it, they built on top of it. Cool. Right. Huh. And there's a lot of construction going on around, not not just in the building, but like, you know, in all the buildings around that you yeah. can see. Sometimes it can be really noisy. Yeah, well, let's hope they don't just, you know, throw a 40-story skyscraper right across the street from you. Uh, I don't know. There must be yeah. some kind of air rights thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Surprised yeah. it hasn't happened. Yeah. Is this the the building on Pearl Street? I'm looking up Intergate Manhattan, the Verizon building. Is that the one you're describing? No, it's on 18th. It used to be the Verizon building. It's on ah. 18th and 7th. Hmm. I wonder which building it is. Yeah, like this is something else. Between 7th and 8th. Okay, it's got a name. It. It's got a name. And I, I, I walked past it a, a year or two ago. And yeah, it, like my jaw dropped. I was like, what is this building? And I looked <laughs> yeah. it up and it was like new, like luxury construction out of like an old facade. Like they. Yeah. And it's really okay. expensive condos. Yeah. Like, really, yeah. yeah. I forget. It's got a name, but I, I want to say Watchtower, but it's not Watchtower. It's something else i'm trying to find it i will do that uh, in the background <laughs> we, here because we, i i'm really fixated on uh that kind of stuff for the show mm -hmm. we were surprised we were surprised gerald to find um when we did our first episode that apparently the chelsea hotel when it was constructed was the tallest building in new york city well i know that it was the tallest building around here but i didn't yeah. know it was the tallest well it's not hard to believe because it's like 1870. Right, you know? right. It's quite, quite old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not hard to believe for sure. Um, it's really like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I learned a lot from reading that book. You know, I've read, yeah. I've read other books about the Chelsea before, but it's just like slices of time. But mm -hmm. this one's like goes from like the architect that built it and stuff. He's French. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. How does it fit into the neighborhood now, the building itself? Um, well, a lot of the buildings are still pretty old, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. none of them are like Victorian, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, this neighborhood's like any neighborhood. It's just a mixed bag of like, you know, styles and stuff. And when something new opens up, it's not that interesting. 
right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, right. Yeah, like it's true. I don't know what's replacing cell phone stores these days, but something. <laughs> I, I don't know. Vape shops. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. I think but I found. CBD, I think I found marijuana. it. Uh, yeah. It's a Walker Tower. Walker, Walker Tower. Tower. Walker Tower. That's it. Yeah. Okay. It's really cool. I've never been in it. I gotta look this up. That we're talking <laughs> it, about. I've never it does seen it. look super Batman-y. <laughs> it does, and I sleep in a loft. Mm. Like I sleep in a loft, and I see it like every night. I'm like out of my window. It's like because I sleep, so I have like more of an aerial view. You know, when I'm up in my loft, and um, yeah. It's 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 really impressive. Uh, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, you know, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. <laughs> it's very very expensive. I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, no sure. doubt. Well, all the real estate in New York is at this point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, but I, I guess w- it used to be the Verizon building. Huh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the word. Yeah, New York real estate has a, a fascination and a, and a hold on the imagination of the entire country, the entire world. Uh, yeah. it's it's fascinating to um, because obviously you're a person who is influenced by the space. It is so funny to think about how much effect design and interior design and what you do with your own space can have, and how. Um, I don't know. I feel like just an absolute normie, right? I'm because yeah. you just have. I've got kids, and it's just very basic. And we, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you can just do what you can do. But it, it's nice to remember, like, no, you can hang a, you could do whatever yeah. you want, you know. And why? Well, stay I mean, with- I, I think it's good to just remind people that, like, you know, because you are. There used to be a time, like in New York, where people were more individual, you know, especially like people, you know, young people growing up in New York city, you know, there was a lot of like interesting, I think it's nice that there's still some interesting places, you know, like my place, like left and interesting, you know, people that don't choose such a conventional lifestyle, you know? I I mean, and it just seems over the years, it it seems over the years, it's just, that's gotten narrower and narrower. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really it's because of money. Tragic. Technology. Well, yeah, the prevailing yeah. the prevailing sort of interior design trend seems to be: can I sell this really fast on Zillow? Yeah, it's you know, it's like which yeah. means it has to be flat and frictionless, and you know, gray and every all the choices have to be sort of right in the Safe. middle. Yeah. No, you don't love Safe. it or you don't hate it, right? Because yeah. that would be too. You know, where's yeah. your place? I, what I see, I love it, but I could see somebody else coming along and being, you know, cause you've made some strong, you've made some bold choices, which I think are awesome. Yeah. But, well, I like know. to, and also it's like, you know, I do have a lot of people coming into my apartment because of my service and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like to transport people. I think that that's what art is. You know, you want to, you know, even if it's not your taste or whatever, like it's good to just be like transported and reminded, you know, that, you know, you can, you can be exposed to, uh, you know, different things. Um, but that all to me is all, that's been the definition of art to me. It's like, if something really resonates and transports you and gets you a little out of your head, you know, that's successful, you know? So, you know, and some people, I mean, I've never, every once in a while, somebody will come here for the first time and not make a comment. (laughs) <laughs> and that's kind of weird to me, you know, because I'm so used to like right. at least making it a one initial comment right. when you first come in. But like just 
acting like they just walked into, you know, Ikea. <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, I, that, I, I'm, I don't mean to sound like, you know, have a big ego about it, but it's just like, it's really interesting that, um, that that ha- does happen. Very rare, but it has yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah, that is surprising. I, I can't, yeah, I have a hard time imagining how locked down you have to be to not, <laughs> to not react. Yeah. That was the first time I saw it. I was like, this place is, it's, when you got yeah, on the but, Zoom, but, I was like, this place looks Brad, amazing. Brad, you've, you've never lived in New York though, right? You well, can't let anybody true. get, you know, no, you, can't you can't let, let anybody, anybody top get, you, right? You gotta, yeah, you know, I yeah this is no big deal. You should see my place. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> well, uh, in New York, yeah. you have to have a fortress of solitude, you know, because yeah. the street is really harsh and yeah. you have to have a place where you can land, you know. And I sense. think that that's the biggest thing in, in big cities like New York that where you live is so important. You know? Yeah, it's true. I had a little studio in the Heights for five years and it was, it was this absolute sanctuary to me. It was very hard to leave. I, I fell mm. in love with that place. I didn't have it like, like you, you know, you have yours even yeah. remotely, yeah. but it was, it was tucked it away in the terror. back of, yeah. 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 It was a pre-war building and it was tucked away in a corner and uh, you know, I even loved the mice. I mean, it was, <laughs> <laughs> you have that. Yeah. That's a, it's a New York thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Tamil yeah. and I felt like we had uh, pet mice for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we had a bird and we left the seed out and the mice kept coming. Oh, and, no. and finally we realized we had a real problem. So we, mm. we put all the seed away and we would hear yeah. the mice calling out to us. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, guys. We just had to cut you off at some point. <laughs> Gerald, I how? Had like a, yeah. I had a mouse problem like mm. recently. And it's so weird because. I never, I can't say never. I've seen a few mice since I've been here, but during the construction, I thought I would be like infiltrated and I didn't see any. And then like last year, like I had like a mouse problem for sure. And I had to like, you know, there was an exterminator there. I eventually got rid of it. I haven't seen a mouse in a while, but I was like, why weren't they coming when the construction was going on? You know? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I wanted to ask how locked in is your apartment in terms of the design? Is it just, is it a finished product or do you stay active kind of working on it? Well, it kind of evolves a little bit, but it's pretty much a finished product. I mean, the thing is like, um, recently I, I said, I think I said before, I got my bathroom redone and my concern with it was like, just don't make it look modern. Don't make it look like, you know, they were pink and black tiles. I was like, I like that color. I don't want it white. Um, and then now I have this like finished, you know, and it, it ended up pretty good. It was painful. And they really, my house was so dirty from dust for so long. And, uh, but it came out good. And I was like, yeah, maybe I need to like, if I do anything, I like, I need to just refine stuff, you know, a little better, like a little more grown up, you know, not have, you know, like holes in the walls and stuff in certain places. But so I, if I do anything, I don't think I'll add anything. I just think, I mean, like I wouldn't mind getting a new kitchen counter and sink, you know, like, sure. but um, you know, maybe I will when that comes to it, but I don't think, um, no, I mean, the look of it is pretty much, it's what it's going to be. And then like, you know, when, and if I ever move anywhere else, you know, maybe I'll do something really different. I just really, I felt like, I wanted to be true to the Victorian spirit of the structure and it's very, you know, 
kind of whimsical and like in that way. Well it, well, it certainly feels like you are doing your darndest to keep the spirit of the Chelsea Hotel alive. I'm sure there's some <laughs> other folks that are doing it too, but you definitely yeah. seem to be, be carrying that banner. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Just found uh, the curbed article uh, of the apartment. Uh, and this of my apartment? Curbed. Yeah. Of, you, is that... of, the, of my apartment? Uh, it, it, it. Well, you're not aware of it, huh? Well, it says still here. Uh, Gerald DeCock has lived in his defiantly bohemian studio at the Chelsea Hotel. Well, that's for... yeah, that's hmm. from New York Magazine. New oh, York Magazine curbed stole. Yeah, well, it, yeah. maybe I think oh, I think it's it, a yeah. I think it's a brand of theirs. It's the New York Magazine curbed. Oh, okay. uh, so it's yeah. curbed. Oh, com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, wow. This. Is... Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead and take it if you have to. Oh, that's all right. No, that's all right. <laughs> I. I yeah, I mean, I t- also did, like, that was Wendy Goodman, who's like, you know, this, she used to be, I think the she was like, she's the uh, editor-in-chief or whatever of the New York magazine. And then I did a thing for her YouTube thing called Something Interiors. I did it because okay. she came and she chose my apartment because there's this book coming out about the Chelsea Hotel, like a coffee table book. And I would... Uh, she chose one of the apartments to feature in the magazine. And that's how I met her. And that was about four years ago. Great. I'm going to put a link to this in the, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely share that. Yeah. I'll make sure. And some of the, the you know, some of the other publicly available photos out there. We'll probably throw on the Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Those photos are pretty good. They are. I mean, yeah, this really seems to show the space pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Do you get asked by other people to do interior design? Is that something you mentioned that you you had done? Um, no, I don't. I don't. I kind of like, you know, I, I kind of, I don't know. I think I, somebody said to me once, I was like, well, I kind of think like my eye is too specific and not everybody would want it. But they're like, yeah, but they might want a room like that. You yeah, know? I can room. see that for sure. But uh, no, I haven't pursued that at all i love it it's great everything is not for sale i did do yeah yeah, exactly exactly i did do production design on a movie once which was very challenging my apartment was part of it but there was also like three three other locations um a lot of locations here a lot another apartment in the hotel that used to be ethan's apartment but then you know we did locations all over the city and um that i i did do that that was pretty challenging <laughs> oh yeah that's the uh that's like the unsung craft of the cinematic art form is production design in my opinion so many yeah. films that you see we're like wow that movie looked great it's like yeah 60 percent of that was the production designer yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean like i would never call myself a production designer but i yeah. just got the opportunity right. to do it right. i mean i directed a video once but i would never call myself a director. <laughs> you're just yeah I you're just, just a man the- of many gifts man you just do it well i just uh, like when somebody asks me to do something you know i i pretty much say yes m- most of the time but not um but not when it comes to doing the fashion world because i'm very you know like i was pretty pretty specific um i got to be pretty specific like after a while it's just like oh you're not gonna pay me no thanks you know right right right, right, right. <laughs> but um uh, yeah for other things i was like oh you're not gonna pay me that's all right yeah you know it's just yeah you got to draw but, the line um, somewhere all right yeah yeah but i don't think i'm sophisticated enough to be an interior designer you know 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, you know, I don't know. I'm hmm. too like uh, childlike, you know, I don't know. Reminds it's me of certain some- musicians I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's also something that doesn't really like appeal to me. Like, you know, when you have to do it for other people, that's when it kind of. Right. Cause they're going to come in so and they're going to say, well, could we make this more like that? Yeah. And can we do, you know? Well, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like selling your movie. You're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. But the, change this to the, you know, it's the same right. thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Swimming few, with sharks. <laughs> yeah. After a few tweaks, you're like, yeah, why don't you just do it? <laughs> yeah because well, you're not yeah. gonna do if you're too limited you're not gonna do like a great job you know? right right mm. right but mm. i you know maybe that's like very precious of me but that's hey the way something's, right something's got to stay precious right <laughs> i mean you know, you're kind of saying not everything's for sale and so i yeah. i enjoy the fact that this episode about the chelsea hotel has turned into a conversation with an artist about art and life and what he's yes. what he's doing and yeah. that seems really fitting uh i am being i want to be mindful of time because we want to do the after dark episode for our patreon subscribers this is how people okay. support yeah. our little show patreon.com slash art of dark pod uh however Gerald, is there a place people can find you online other than all of these fabulous articles? Or are you a... No um, I don't have a website guy? anymore. I'm, I'm on okay. Instagram, my name. Cool. Okay. Right. He's got a great, great follow if you, if you oh, like we're Instagram. Definitely, we're definitely going to do that. So. Oh, yeah, he puts good. up his art series there and pictures of cool. the sunset. Oh, great. And, yeah, it's pretty oh, great. Lovely. That's great. Well, I and I had a, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have a website anymore. Okay. Sounds like you don't need one. You got the gram. You, well, you're, you're, yeah, <laughs> the gram. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's like I, I don't know. Do people really look at websites anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I really yeah, feel like not. I, I, I really feel like when even when I had it, I was, I'm not really sure. Like I ever got work from it. I think like it was good stepping stone, but I don't think I got like work from my website. Like if somebody suggested me for a job they'd look at my website and then they'd hire me you know but right. like they never like oh uh, we're looking through hairdressers websites so, and it wasn't just about hair it was about you know all my art yeah mm. yeah but well, it, it just got about, too hard to maintain uh, and, oh yeah I, I don't know. yeah yeah, yeah. D- i mean tell me about it i've done that professionally for a long time and it's a, I know. It's a chore it's yeah. a real chore yeah. um a uh, website not- you're right it can lose you business though if the web <laughs> so maybe <laughs> if it's not up, if it's not updated or whatever so but yeah. uh gerald this has been really fantastic i'm going to include a link to that article i mentioned um in addition to the instagram in the show notes but if you want to get another 30 minutes of this and then by the way in the back catalog uh at one point brad raps i'm not going to say on which episode <laughs> but, yeah uh, it, you it, could probably figure it, was, it out yeah mm-hmm. it was pretty poor but uh, uh no it was fantastic know. so if you want to hear brad rap uh just you know support the patreon we put a lot of work into the podcast and and we love bringing on fabulous guests like like gerald the conversation has been really exciting i've i've Thank really you. enjoyed this yeah and and but i've thought too about what we're going to talk about on the after dark i think it would be great in the spirit of the core episode we did about Chelsea Hotel. I'd like to go kind of decade by decade over your time in New York City and just talk about maybe the the vibe shifts uh, between the 80s to the 90s to here, just as, a, as something to get, you know kick off that conversation. Does that, does that sound okay. good? Yeah, awesome. Sure. Cool. 
All right. All right, fellas, I'm going to close this down. We'll come back in in five or 10 minutes. Michael, thank you so much for introducing us, friend of the show. Of we love Michael Backinson. Uh, you, you, know, we, you can go back and listen to the Chelsea Hotel episode with him. And uh, I guess we'll be back in a few minutes on the After Dark. Excellent. All right. All right. Thank you. Cool. cool. Yep. Thank you. Thank you.